a.m. in the a.m. Hopefully one day we'll have the entire group in here for a full-length uh, interview and discussion about their unique and very attractive sound. I'm referring to Zusha. You're listening to Yoel's knee going off of their first release. They've got a lot of great subsequent hits that have been offered to the music public since then. The Zusha Purim Festival happens tomorrow night. Happening at the Brooklyn Bowl on White Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. With us live via telephone, you normally find him on guitar. It's Zach from Zusha. And you normally find our other guest on percussion, Alicia from Zusha. Zach, Alicia, happy Purim. Welcome to JM in the AM. Happy Purim. Happy Purim. Good Purim. <laughs> Have you guys had a few busy uh, weeks recently? Yeah, well, actually, we're actually calling from uh, APAC. Oh, you were down at APAC yesterday. Yeah, we played. We played last night. Um, that's, we, were, we were trying to come to the studio, but we had a last minute booking at APAC, and it was a huge opportunity for us. Very cool. How many people? Was this a formal show? Like, what happened? APAC invited you down to do a a real formal concert, or just you know some type of uh, I don't know. Well, we got we got to we got to go on stage for uh, two sets. Nice. And, uh, showcase our music and sing in front of everybody, thousands of people. Wow, it, was, it was amazing. Incredible. And the reception yeah. was good, huh? Reception is good, you know. Politics divide people. We come in and uh, try to bring people together. <laughs> yeah, an interesting scene, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. See, oh, yeah. It's the... also nice to take a break from all the talking and just sing and not and not say any words. I don't blame you. So why has Zusha had such a reception? Why has Zusha, which is, you know, for for a lot for some people, it's um, a little bit off the beaten path in terms of their, you know, in, in terms of their regular. Uh, musical listening, let's put it that way. Why has Zusha been received as well as it has over the last few months? Um, I think, this is Zach talking, I think there's so many parts of Zusha. I think, I think one of the, the main things is that, you know, we're, we're three different people, and we come from three different places, and we're going three different places. And it's kind of like everyone has someone to relate to. Everyone has, you know, we're very different people. I feel like because we're different people, we we can relate to so many more kinds of people than than normal. I think I think the music has this ability to 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 relate to all sorts of people and bring different people together. I think part of the success is is galvanizing this movement um, to bring to bring people together. I think people are really finding that message to be, especially now. Um, extremely appropriate. Well, if the three of you were so different and separate, how did you get together? Like, how did this work? We all met downtown in the in the East Shtetl, <laughs> in the East Village of New York, you know, and um, we had mutual friends, and we ended up having Shabbos together, and we would spend Rosh Chodesh together, and um, and we just we you know we began to have uh, you know to, to sing together on Shabbos, and it was in those spaces that we were able to you know connect and unify. And when you say and when you say this movement. 
you know, that you're that you're leading or you're part of, you know, this movement of togetherness, etc. Um, why is this movement taking off these days? There have been a lot of eras where we've meet, needed togetherness, we've needed unity, we've needed common ground. Why is this so vital and working so well for people like you in 2016? It's a major bracha to be able to do something that, that resonates and to create something that resonates with other people. So it's, it's a major bracha from Hashem that we've been successful um, in what we've been doing. I think that the reason that it's um, it's picking up uh, momentum and it's attracting and it's attractive to Sony Hill is because it's a chiddush. It's a real chiddush in Jewish music and in music. Um, you know, we're, we're bringing different musical influences um, to the nigan and to this to tefillah, and I think that's very attractive and necessary in this time. Yeah, but what's interesting is that, you know, and, and there have been many who've, uh, you know, presented Nigunim in, in different fashions and have found their niche audience. But it seems that you're, you know, that, that you're attracting people from, from everywhere, so to speak. I mean, it seems to me at least, and if you want to correct me, you may, it seems to me that whether one is, uh, you know, from a religious background or completely non-observant or if you, they're young, they're older, it seems like people from each and every one of those groups is finding Zusha. That's awesome. <laughs> I think I think a big part of it is that people need that love right now. You know, people are missing that love in their life and and in their Judaism and their religion and and just that feeling where where you know I know that we disagree with with each other, but we can find a common ground. And we we can find a place where we can agree and and focus on that and grow that place. Um, you know, as people sort of need that more in their life, so this this music and this movement becomes more attractive. You're right to say that that many people have done this before, but you know, something that's been growing for a long time started by you know, you like Soma Karbach, and you know, for us, it's really it's really the, the Hasidic movement. Um, part of why we why we identify as that is because this message of love and unity and singing singing together is not something that's necessarily new, but um, you know, something that we identify with, um, and it's it's sort of found its resurgence as of late. Zach, who's on guitar with Zosha, Alicia, who's on percussion. Who's the third member? Shlomo Gazin. He's a, he's a singer uh, in, in the middle. You can't miss him. What does he play? Does he play an instrument or not? He plays his vocals. He's a beautiful voice. He's, that's an important role, isn't it? That's an important role. <laughs> Talking about Zosha. All right, um... I, I, I hope you guys agree to come in one day. We've got to do some live music, and I've got to explore more of this because this is too intriguing. But anyway, let me get to the point. The point is that tomorrow night, the Zusha Purim Festival takes place at the Brooklyn Bowl on Wythe Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. What's the capacity of this uh, location, the Brooklyn Bowl? There'll be 600, 600 people there. All right. 15, I think. And how are we doing so far? Is there great interest in tomorrow night's show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Hashem, it's selling. They they get tickets now. They all want to be there, huh? All the kids, all the adults, everyone in between. Uh, the doors will open at six. The show begins at eight. Is there going to be a Megillah reading for those who want to hear the Megillah toward the end of the fast of Esther? Absolutely, there'll be get, there'll be a Megillah reading right after the fast. No, I would say that that the show is twenty one plus, <laughs> and it's meant for people who are twenty one and over. You, I, I assume, they wouldn't be admitted if they're not twenty one, right? It won't be admitted, but, you know, we don't want people showing up for no reason. Right, exactly. Um, and t- tell me more about the Megillah reading you were about to say. 
Yeah, it's a wild experience to, to um, you know, be in a music venue and to hear someone on stage just kind of shouting Megillah. Right. It's, it's, you know, it's really, it's really transforming a place where, you know, this is not the, fo- this is not the focus and, and bringing the, the Jewish message in, into um, all sorts of areas. Right. How late will this Purim Chagiga go? Um, you know, we'll probably like 11.30. Wow. 11, 11.30. It's a pretty big um, show. You know, Purim is, is tomorrow, the next day. We you know, we got to get people home safe. <laughs> right. It's well. Let's hope, in fact, that they have a safe experience and get home safely. Is right. The Zusha Purim Festival takes place tomorrow night for those twenty-one and over at the Brooklyn Bowl on Wythe Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. There is a well. If you go to the Zusha website, just search Zusha, you'll see the uh, Purim Festival link at the very top of the page. Z-U-S-H-A. Say it again, I'm sorry? Z-U-S-H-A, Zusha. Z-U-S-H-A, Z-U, yeah, I'm assuming people know that. Z-U-S-H-A is how you spell Zusha. You can just search Zusha Purim Festival for information. Well, yeah. you know people these days. No. Say it again? You know people these days will be autocorrect and everything. Yeah, exactly. They'll be led to some yeah, other yeah. site, and they'll end up at some other Purim Festival. We wouldn't want that, of course. Um, um, what's the craziest show? And, and by crazy, I don't mean wild. Crazy, I mean you know unexpected for you, where you never expected such an amazing reception. Was there one particular show where you couldn't believe how either people came out or what the reaction was to your music? There was a show in Chicago this past January during our, our Gavana tour, the release of our our new album. It was a beautiful uh, stage. Um, I'm not sure there are people sitting, and there's a balcony, and uh, it was a place where. Um, it was the Old Town School of Folk Music, um, and that's a place where Eden and this Eden, everyone, everyone goes there to discover new music on Wednesday. So that concert attracted some fans that we have had, and attracted a lot of new people. And it was, uh, it was the energy in the room; people jumped up from their seats. And the, and the other, uh, the craziest uh, experience was uh, was Summer Stage. It was uh, you know the Yiddish soul. Uh, Concert with um, back in June here and Yakimovani, yeah, back in June. I think it's going to be this year also. Yeah, are you guys part? Are you guys part of it again this year? Um, yeah, we're we're talking to the to the right people because uh, I will be there, and it was that was a that was one of those nights that attracted people of all ages, and of course, you were partly responsible for that because uh, a lot of young people are very into the Zusha music. Yeah, I mean, uh, you you crushed it. <laughs> what is it? I said you crushed it. I uh, <laughs> thank you. A young term. A baseball term, I guess. Baseball term. The, the Zusha Purim Festival is tomorrow night. Gentlemen, I look forward to uh, to speaking to you at length one of these days. I find this group fascinating, to say the least. By the way, why are you named Zusha? Is that someone's first name in the group? No, Zusha, it's named after the Hasidic master that ever. It was Zusha. And it also turns out to be an acronym for our names, which we found out later on. Wow, what a coincidence, huh? Yes. No such thing as coincidence. Winking at us. And, I'm, and I'm sure Abzusha is very proud that he's associated with the Purim Festival tomorrow night in Brooklyn, New York. That's very cool. All right, gentlemen, good luck. I'll remind everybody about this, and, uh, and uh, your music continues to really... What do you want to play? What should we play from the new release? What should we play for everybody from the new release here? Um, why don't we play Mashiach? All right, we'll do Mashiach. Zusha, tomorrow night at the Brooklyn Bowl, wishing all you guys a happy Purim. Thanks so much for joining us.
Thank you, Nelson. Thank, Thank you. you to the listeners. You, you guys have been great that's, you know, supporting us from the beginning, and uh, we look forward to coming person saying hello. Bezrat Hashem. Alicia and Zach from Zusha, you are listening to JM in the AM.